Where can I go to get my reputation back? I'm Scott Ott with Bill Whittle and Stephen Green. This episode of Right Angle brought to you by the members at BillWhittle.com. And gentlemen, that was a famous uh, phrase uttered by Ray Donovan, former uh, Reagan administration labor secretary, after he was accused and later acquitted of some uh, bad doings and basically said, okay, well, now that my name's been dragged through the mud for two years, where can I go to get my reputation back? Uh, bring us up to the uh, current day. And according to former President Donald Trump, he was expecting to be arrested on Tuesday, indicted on Tuesday of this week, and uh, possibly even handcuffed and perp-walked uh, to the courthouse to to hear the indictment against him. Um, as we record this on Tuesday, it seems unlikely that that scenario is going to happen, at least not at, in that timing. But it occurs to me, and this is an odd question, Stephen Green, but I'll put this out there. Uh, President Trump insists that this is a political witch hunt, as he would call it, and that the accusations being made against him of hush money paid through an intermediary to uh, a former porn star uh, nicknamed Stormy Daniels um, it didn't happen. And so there was a false allegation, and now they're going after him on what could be anything from a misdemeanor to a felony charge, depending on what they decide to charge him with. Um, Steve, it seems like a pugnacious guy like Trump knowing that he were he was innocent, uh, might want to consider an alternate strategy, which is basically bring it on. Let's go to court. Let's let you come in here and stand up and prove this. Now, uh, that said, I want to back up a little bit and, and state, hey, innocent until proven guilty. He doesn't have to justify himself for anything. They have to make the case, blah, blah, blah. But I'm talking more from a PR standpoint than anything. Instead mm. of of saying, "Hey, everybody, rally around, support me, and protest and stuff like that," and try to prevent this trial from happening, why not throw it right back in their face and saying, "You're making false charges against me. You prove it." Uh, it's not any new news. I mean, the the information about this has been out there for a number oh, of years. Yes. Yeah. So it's it's not like it's some sort of breaking news that Michael Cohen, uh, you know, turned. On, uh, state's evidence, so to speak, on his former boss and and made this allegation about the payments that he handed off to uh, Stormy Daniels, allegedly. So, so why not, from a public relations perspective, Steve, just take it to the man and stick it to these politically motivated Democrat prosecutors in New York? Well, number one, that's what's going to have to happen. So there's really no need for Trump to make that case because that's how our legal system works. Uh, number two, this is there's a <laughs> there's a high wire act I think going on here. Um, I think Democrats are still trying to figure out whether the wisest course is is to indict Trump, and Trump I think is trying to figure out whether the wisest course is to to uh, encourage an indictment. Um, and I think the reason for that is, and uh, Scott Adams talked about this briefly on on Twitter Tuesday morning when originally the, Trump said he was going to be perp walked, perhaps. Um, and that is, if Trump is indicted, a lot of Republicans and conservatives are going to rally around him because uh, many believe that these charges are completely unjust. In fact, uh, remember uh, porn lawyer Michael Avenetti, Avenatti, what the what? whatever the heck his name is, he's on the record now saying that these are just bogus charges, that there's there's no felony here, that there's just not enough here to, to, to prosecute. Um, and 
of course, this is a guy who got famous blaming Trump for everything while quietly siphoning off his client's money illegally. So he knows a thing or two about this this kind of thing, and he's he says there's there's not enough here for for an indictment or real charges. Um, and Democrats, on the other hand, um, I think there's one faction that believe if 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 we can indict Trump, we can we can spoil him as a future candidate, and you know save my democracy. Uh, I think there's another faction that believes if they indict Trump, uh, Republicans will rally around him, make him the new nominee again, and they feel, having beat him once, fairly or otherwise, in 2020, that they can do it again, and that this is uh, their best tool for getting a a two-time, well, actually a three-time loser now, these last three elections, uh, carry the banner for the GOP once more. Um and off to the side, he's only said one thing about it down in Florida. You've got Governor Ron DeSantis, who has not jumped into the race, but has clearly prepared the ground to jump into the race, and said, I think this was on Monday, that he doesn't know anything about uh, paying any hush money to any 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 porn stars, but he does know that these are bogus charges. Um and he has to be wondering whether it is better or not for his not yet launched campaign. Uh, for Trump to get indicted or or not indicted. If if I'm Trump, I'm thinking better to get this over with quickly rather than than drag it out while I'm trying to to run a primary campaign. Um, that said, watching these high wire acts over this tawdry an issue really just shows how far our politics have descended. Yeah, I think DeSantis managed to, as my grandfather used to say, have his cake and eat it too. <laughs> By making that remark, say, well, I don't really know anything about hush money paid to porn stars, (laughs) but I think these are trumped up charges. So he basically defended the idea that President Trump shouldn't be prosecuted on this while reminding everybody about hush money paid to porn stars. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was a a very, uh, yeah. Um, So Bill Whittle, Steve makes a good point here, um, and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense for uh, for a Democrat prosecutor who is politically motivated uh, to go after Trump this late in the game. I mean, meaning so much time has passed since the the uh, incidents in question um, and uh, with a potential for losing the case and uh, the potential for the case being relatively inconsequential when it's all when it all shakes out. Um, Nobody who currently supports President Trump is going to change his vote as a result of this prosecution, even if the president were found guilty and jailed. Um, He's not even going to lose evangelical Christians. I mean, evangelical Christians who supported Trump long ago decided that they could compartmentalize. And so so he's not going to lose anything from this, but he's going to make himself into somewhat of a folk hero. So um, I, I don't know if I'm making clear what I'm suggesting here, but it's almost like it, you're right, Steve. He can't control whether or not he gets indicted, but why not make it seem like he hopes he does and and embrace that and say, I can't wait to get these weasels in front of a judge or a jury to show what a bunch of corrupt, politically motivated liars they are. Bill, why not why not take that kind of aggressive approach with this? Well, first of all, 
I don't want to give them what they want. These these lunatics who have been after Trump from the time yeah. Trump appeared on the political scene have been begging for the perp walk, right? That's what <clears> they want. They want to see Trump in handcuffs being let out of a building and put into a paddy wagon, and that is all they want out of life. That's what they want to see before they die, and I'm not inclined to want to give it to them, and I don't suppose Trump is either. Um, what I think it bears mentioning here is I think it's a fair statement to make that no one's personal life or financial uh, transactions has, has been under more scrutiny in the history of the world than Donald Trump's ever. Right. And he's not he's not running a small, uh, you know, mom and pop hardware store out in Peoria. He is in he is in the most shark infested, corrupt <laughs> market in the world. New York real estate is filled with nothing but corruption. And after after six, seven years of digging on this, they have not been able to find anything that stuck. They had two invented impeachment uh, trials based on evidence that they created themselves that, that fell through. So if they want to go down this road, that's fine. If, if, if I, I agree with what you said. If, if Donald Trump finds himself in jail in 2024, I will vote for him in jail. That's what I'll do. I, I will do it because the political – the criminalization of your political enemies is the single greatest threat to, to any free society at all. It is the definition of a banana republic. It has never happened before in history. The Mar-a-Lago raid is is a classic example of them, of them basically throwing their elbows in people's noses and – and I'm not, you know, I was tempted to bring up the and look at what Joe Biden's done, but this isn't like a hey, they're doing it too kind of thing. This is more of a this is what happens when you try to criminalize political opposition. January 6th is what happens when you try to criminalize political opposition. And the, the tapes that were revealed from that also show that this was not what the narrative said it to be. So, look, I don't know how it's going to go. I just know that if they do this, if they do this, He's going to get stronger. People who support him are going to be rabid, foaming at the mouth, angry, and and rightfully so. And and if this is how they want to play the game, you know, this is you know you 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 sow the whirlwind, right? That's that seems to be what they're doing. Uh, I have one serious concern about this. I have many serious concerns about it, but I think the most prominent concern is. In terms of their motivation, I suspect that that a, a significant part of their motivation is that they will consider this a, an intentional provocation and hope for a response. Right? January sixth didn't really stick, and and to whatever degree it it stuck, it's it's old news now. It's gone. What they want more than anything is some kind of violent uprising on the part of Trump supporters, and I think they're trying to poke them as hard as they can to get that. Uh, I like to think that, they, you know, that we won't fall for that uh, twice, especially after how much manipulation we saw at the yeah, uh, January 6th. It's, it's not going to happen, Bill. The, the number yeah. of federal agents involved with all of this, you know, I, 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 I can't imagine that people would be that um, naive. But in any event, look, the fact that they're still doing this means they're terrified of him, right? And, and, if, and if the deep state and, and big government and the establishment is terrified of Donald Trump, that makes me want to vote for Donald Trump. Hey, uh, can I, can yeah, I throw in Steve's... one more thing, Scott? Go Just ahead. Just a, a quick correction. Uh, I don't know what that second circus uh, that Nancy Pelosi was the ringleader for actually was, but it was not an impeachment. Donald Trump was impeached one time. The second time was not an impeachment. The Constitution says the chief justice shall preside over impeachments, oh. and he was not invited. Roberts was I nowhere that. near that second 
but so are you saying that that the second one was a Potemkin impeachment? Absolutely. Is that what that was really? Absolutely. Good lord. That's that's how Pathetic. corrupt this the, the, today's Democrats are. Absolutely. I think to uh, to give um, credence to what Bill just said, I don't think um, Trump supporters are taking the bait for this one. Uh, I read a story that suggested that even though the president on Truth Social called for people to protest on the day of his anticipated arrest, uh, the area around that uh, the courthouse uh, that journalists outnumbered protesters five to one, according to one report. <laughs> so it was a. Uh, it was a heavily covered non-event uh, that happened there, despite all the police barricades set up hastily and the Secret Service preparations and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, th- this is this is one of the more fascinating incidents, and I, it'll be fun uh, if I should live long enough to read history books about this era, having lived through it. Uh, but I, it's hard to imagine a like situation, because I, I think if you talk to people privately, you would find that even Trump's supporters don't really doubt that he had an affair with a, with a uh, porn star. And frankly, most of them probably don't doubt that he somehow had something to do with the payment of hush money to a porn star and that none of them care. It just doesn't uh, yeah. matter. Um, they, they just push that to the side as it's not that they're saying, hey, the left is accusing the president of something he didn't do. They're just saying... They believe what President Trump tells them, which is when they persecute me, they're persecuting you. And so Trump supporters look at this and say, hey, whatever they're going after him for, whether he did it or not, they're going after us. This is an attack on us. And so because because of that phenomenon, the left is foolish to pursue these kinds of attacks because they don't understand the you know the lay of the battle space so to speak they they're actually helping their opponent by pursuing these kinds of things um, you know in my personal opinion I think we're we're way past the the freshness date on this case and uh, and if it weren't for you know federal election law and some accounting laws I, there would probably be no charges here at all I mean. You know, if you break the law by doing something with a prostitute, I don't even know it's illegal when he did it, if he did it. But, you know, giving her money to tell her not to talk to anybody, like, uh, who does that hurt? I don't know. (laughs) Especially since everybody seems to be talking about it and everybody knew about it. So (laughs) it didn't didn't really get silenced. Um, But this is another part of... You know, at first I thought, well, the Democrats are playing some sort of genius long game where they're continually trying to prosecute this guy. But now it just it's just starting to look silly and really desperate, desperate, well, not only desperate, desperate but like yes. damaging to their own case because Trump was able to garner a lot of support in the past. I mean, remember that recording on the bus where he was using all kinds of, you know, sexualized language about, you know, that that didn't lose him supporters that gained him supporters that gained him enablers and explainers and people who stepped up to explain why we had to do this because the alternative was worse and you know and we're going to get good judges out of it and we did so it was uh it, it's a failed effort on the part of the democrats it's hard to imagine why they keep doing something like this but a little part of me does 
wish that the president, if he truly believes in the righteousness of his cause, would stand up and say what I've heard other people say in the past when they were falsely accused of something, which is, I'll see you in court and I'm looking forward to it because we will be able to prove that everything you're saying here is baloney. After all, this was all tracked in accounting ledgers and and there's no substance to this. Um, that would be somewhat refreshing. Just calling for people to protest, I don't think is as effective. And frankly, if people don't respond, then that doesn't reflect as well on the president's popularity at that point. In any case, I think his his assertion that he is by far and away the most likely presidential nominee is still the case, and the Democrats are doing nothing but bolstering that case. For Bill Whittle and Stephen Green, I'm Scott Ott. Thanks to the members at BillWhittle.com for making Right Angle possible.